0: Welcome to another episode of Eat Shit and Dice, a fortnightly podcast about board games and sometimes food. It's been a month since we've done this, but I'm Jared and with me right now is Jondi. Jondi and Jondi, do you want to deliver this line that I wrote for you?
1: Uh, I will try. Yeah,
0: you have to do it exactly like they do it in the movie.
1: Welcome to, I don't know how they do it in the movie.
0: Yeah, well, okay. So there, Hammond is like, he's like, all right. Don't get eaten by any dinosaurs. And then the song's like.
1: (laughs) And he says. Welcome.
0: To Jeff Goldblum.
1: To Cenozoic Park. There you go. And that's when the door. And then the door opens.
0: Yeah. And then the T-Rex eats the guy on the toilet.
1: (laughs) Yes, he does.
0: If you haven't figured it out by now, we're going to be talking about dinosaur games. There's a lot of them. We made we made a huge list of dinosaur games, and uh, had and we the, narrowed
1: it down so we could actually yeah, play them.
0: We had to we had to pick some.
1: Yep. how much would it suck to get eaten while you're on the toilet?
0: Well, you'd be dead. So,
1: oh, that's that's true. But man, the <laughs> if your last action was to hide on the toilet, I mean, I don't think
0: he was hiding. He was he was using it because his pants were down.
1: Were they? I know he ran to the bathroom because yeah. he was scared. But anyway. Uh, yeah, we played a bunch of dinosaur games lately. We've been posting some pictures, so you might have been able to guess uh, what no. was coming.
0: No, it's a complete mystery. Uh, no one would have been able to figure it out.
1: No, no. Nope.
0: It's impossible.
1: I mean, I didn't even know.
0: I I suspected, but...
1: <laughs> so, uh, I actually enjoyed all the games we played, uh, obviously to different levels, Um, you know, I liked some of them better than others, but we can just kind of jump right in with the great dinosaur rush.
0: Yes. The great dinosaur rush. I have that pulled up, uh, right here. Here we go. Oh, I lost it. Okay. Here we go. Great dinosaur rush. It's, uh, it's this one right here.
1: Yep. I was trying to figure out who makes it.
0: Uh, well, it was published by ape games.
1: Oh, well, there we go. Ape games makes it
0: in 2016.
1: Designer is Scott. Alms Mm -hmm. with art by Mr. Cuttington. What says Mr. Cuttington?
0: Oh, it does say that.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Well, on BGG, it says uh, two people's names Lena Cosette and David Forrest. Oh, well, so that's neither of those
1: people. (laughs) Neither of that is Mr. Cuttington. Um, (laughs) maybe it's like that's an an inside joke. Uh, Maybe could be an inside joke. Um So, yeah, The Great Dinosaur Rush.
0: Apparently it was originally called, you're going to love this, Bone Wars. So glad they changed it. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God, I'm so glad they changed that name.
0: So glad they changed it.
1: Oh, but you did a thing with one of your dinosaur bones. It's not a family-friendly thing. It's not a family-friendly thing, so everybody can just kind of guess what he did with his dinosaur bone.
0: I do not know what you're talking about. Um... So, it was a
1: unique bone. Yeah.
0: Well. Okay. Yeah. Actually, let's 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 get into that. Let's talk about this game and what you do and how it works and what yeah, what yeah. that thing that you just said even would mean.
1: Yeah. So in this game, you have a lot of different colored, like just like little wooden. I don't know. They kind of remind me of the, what are those uh, potato chips? They're that Catan the, roads. Oh yeah, they look like Catan roads. They yeah. also remind me of the potato chips that come in the
0: oh like the, the potato stick. sticks. Potato sticks. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, but anyway, so there are a number of different colored ones. There's blue, green, white, red, and yellow, and each of them represent a different part of a dinosaur skeleton. So the head, the, the spine, the ribs, the tail, the appendages, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the neck. So these are all on a board in different like hexagons and those hexagons, uh, represent different like dig areas. Yes.
0: They're dig, the dig sites.
1: Yes. Uh, what you're trying to do is collect dinosaur bones to put together dinosaur skeletons. Each dinosaur has to have one head, one neck, a spine, a tail, an arm and a, and, and legs. Yeah, and ribs. And ribs. Um, there's no specification on how many uh, they need in each of those things, but they have to at least have, you know, one of Ye- each of those Yeah,
0: I, I think... I think the only one that has a minimum is. I th- I think with the ribs you have to have, two.
1: Maybe I don't know. I never made. Well, one we, have the,
0: we have the. We have the rules. We I guess we could look.
1: We can look. Uh, but basically, so there are you can you can make the dinosaur however you want, but there are also dinosaur like recipes that you get that say you get extra points if you make these dinosaurs. Yes. And they'll the bonus have. Cards. They'll have like what's called unique bones. And those are things like uh scale or not scales um, like fins or um, spikes and, you know, additional things that are, that are that go beyond the basic things that you have to have on your dinosaur.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> play wise, you, you collect bones, you move to a new dig site, and then there's a mechanic called publicize where you're, I, I guess, Well, mechanically, you're increasing the point value of certain aspects, or
1: decreasing it, or decreasing if you don't want another. But thematically,
0: I guess you're saying you're doing like a PT Barnum.
1: Look at this dinosaur! We're we're gonna be showing off. It's a brand new dinosaur that we've discovered. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's thematically what you're doing
1: i mean that's what i was thinking is that you'll be like touting to the public that you've discovered a new dinosaur or something Mm -hmm. or that you're going to be unveiling a new dinosaur skeleton
0: yeah there is actually one really disturbing rule in this game that i am not comfortable with and uh verbatim it says a player's bones remain in full view of players except during the build phase
1: i don't want to see your bones so
0: you know just be careful when you play the game Yeah. People are going to have their skeletons out. Johnny, did you know there's approximately enough bones in a human body to make one skeleton?
1: Really? Yeah, think about that. I didn't know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Think about that.
1: uh, I'm looking up the rule about the ribs.
0: There are some interesting choices you can make in this game. You can...
1: There must be at least one one, rib.
0: mm, Okay. I thought there was one that was... You have to have more than one but spine maybe no
1: I'm looking now nope um, everything says you must have at least one alright
0: well there you go um, so you can you can obviously you can publicize the things that you are trying to increase uh, whether it be the, the ferocity which uh, I, I need I need the reference for that uh, I can't get it
1: a player board You're looking a player to- board yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've
0: got like six of them now oh this is just one it's just a lot thicker than I remember Um, so there's, there's different categories of dinosaurs. There's the size of the dinosaur, which is dictated by the number of rib bones that you have. There's height, which is neck plus longest limb. So you count them and add them together. There's the length of the dinosaur, which is the number of bones in the spine plus the number of bones in the tail. There's ferocity, which is the number of bones in the head plus the shortest limb, and then there's unique bones, which are the blue ones. And those are the ones that Johnny made a joke about earlier because you can put them wherever you want to.
1: Jared was the one that made the joke.
0: They are. He did
1: it. He made a unique bone.
0: You can use them as uh, spikes on your tail or as fins on your ribs or weird horns and weird teeth. How, however you do it.
1: It was a lot of fun. Like... Uh, I had a lot of the blue unique bones and a couple of
0: them except for one. I did.
1: And I had a couple of the wild ones, which the only rules with the wild ones, you can use them in any part of the dinosaur, but you can't, your, your wild bone can't be touching two different types. So it couldn't be touching a blue and a yellow. It had to only be touching blue or only be touching yellow.
0: Yeah. I found them to be useful. Like if you're wanting to make a super long tail. You or can just neck. put that in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah, I
1: found that's what I found them useful for, or making really long legs because yeah. I was trying to catch up to you with your longest neck and appendage or whatever.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah, because I kept publicizing. Because you can do, you get to do an action as well on your turn, whether that be publicize, donate, or where you um, return some bones to try to get rid of a negative point token that you have. Research where you draw an extra bonus card. Um, sabotage where you have to take one of the negative tokens, but you can m- mess with some stuff. Um, dynamite, you also have to take a negative token and steals, just straight up steal where you also take a negative token. So if you do any of the bad actions, you take a, uh, a notorious, n- a notoriety, notoriety token. token. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And there's ways to get rid of those.
0: Yeah. If you donate bones, you can get rid of it. Yeah. If you, I think that's it actually. That's the only way. I tend not to do those actions because I would rather focus on uh, just purely publicizing for points.
1: I think I did at one point. I think I stole a bone from one of the neighboring uh, dig sites because I really needed it for what I was trying to do.
0: Yeah, you wanted Um, one of the bones from there. I think it was, I don't know, probably a unique bone. It was probably a unique
1: bone. Um, But I think that's the only time I did one of the the, uh, bad things. However, we did tend to negatively publicize the other people's yeah. stuff a lot, which thematically, I feel like you were coming behind the other person to go and going, don't look at his dinosaur. His dinosaur is not cool. Look at mine.
0: Yeah. Uh, everybody knows that long necks were so last year. What's in right now is extra rib bones. Yeah, And my dinosaur has 400 rib bones. So come check <laughs> it out. And Some
1: unique bones.
0: Um, yeah, but you, you get to build your, you actually physically use the pieces to construct a dinosaur um, to your imagination, you get to do that three times in the game. Uh, the the first round, your dinosaur is going to look like garbage. It yeah, just my is. first <laughs>
1: dinosaur. Like I've shown my husband pictures, and he, the first one, he was like, "Johnny, that's not a dinosaur. Uh, that's just a bunch of things that you laid out." But, but my second and third yeah, dinosaurs looked like something. My second dinosaur was the was the awesomest. Um, we've posted. I've posted a couple of these pictures on our Instagram, and uh, I'll get some more posted to show off. Uh, I think I've got a picture of at least one of Jared's dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. I think so. So uh, I'll post a few more pictures to show off our awesome dino creations.
0: Uh But yeah, you do the the field phase. You do all those things that we said with the actions and stuff. And then the build phase where you have to construct your dinosaur. And then exhibit is when you actually score the points based on what you've been publicizing. Or I guess depublicizing.
1: Yeah. Based on like where... Just game-wise, where the cube yeah. is sitting there's whoever a, has the...
0: There's a chart yeah. that you can manipulate. Uh, I don't know if this game is in print right now. I was looking, and uh, there's one on Amazon for $100.
1: Oh, that's a lame. So
0: I don't know that it's currently in print.
1: Well, I liked it enough that my hope is that Ape Games will bring it back. Maybe do a reprint.
0: Yeah. There's um. There's one that was listed on the BGG Marketplace a year ago for $40, but, oh, I'm sorry, two years ago. Yeah, no telling if that's actually still available. But uh, if you want it, it looks like you could probably shoot this guy a message. So um, get yourself a copy. Or don't. You know, maybe you hate dinosaurs. In which case, keep listening to this episode because it's only going to get better.
1: Yeah. I mean, dinosaur games are all the rage, don't you know? Yeah,
0: there's a lot of them. John D, when was the last time you played Guess Who?
1: Well... As a matter of fact, I played a dinosaur version of Guess Who quite recently.
0: Well, that's not what I was going for, but yes, that's that's where we were going to get eventually. Um, have you ever played subjective Guess Who? Where you ask questions like, does your guy look like I could take him in a fight?
1: <laughs> I probably have. Does
0: your guy look like he cries himself to sleep at night?
1: Honestly, I probably have asked questions like mm-hmm.
0: that. Well, but yes, uh, to answer your real question, Dinosaur Tea Party.
1: Yes, it was...
0: From 2018, from Restoration Games. It's a remake of a game that no one's ever heard of. That's not true. It's called Who's It? It was the original name of the game. It was basically Guess Who, but they rethemed it to be about dinosaurs in a tea party. It was a little more involved than just straight up guess who but it's basically guess who multiplayer with dinosaurs
1: the art is adorable i absolutely love the art in that game which i remember i want to say they were at geekway last year with the game but i could be wrong i may be remembering incorrectly but wherever it was that i saw the game the first time it was the art that really drew me in because it's really cute um, but as far as actual gameplay goes, I think the rules tell you to do something that seems silly and lame. Oh, but ro- role playing. Yeah. As an adult playing the game, I feel like it's what made the game fun. Y-
0: yeah. Cause you can, you can't do very many things on your turn.
1: You have to ask like specific, you can't just, you know, in, in regular guess who you can basically ask anything you want. Yeah. But in this one, you, you're trying to figure out. The specific attributes that the other people's dinosaurs have. So you really can only ask specific questions. You can be like, you know, does your dinosaur have is, are they wearing a hat? Are they eating food? Are they drinking a drink?
0: Yes. The specific questions, the dinosaur traits are in a green, purple, or orange room, striped or spotted skin or neither eating or drinking or neither wearing a hat, a flower, glasses, jewelry with a pet showing spikes. A tail or teeth, so they're all going to be yes or no questions. Um, so on my turn, I might say something like, uh, "John D," and you're supposed to you're supposed to role play this, but I'm not going to for the purposes oh, of will. this. I you're will. supposed to say something like, "John D, does your guy is your guy in a a, a yellow? Or, oh, sorry, yellow is not one of the choices. A orange room, um, because everyone has dealt a roll card, and the roll cards are secret, but in the center of the table, there's a, a four-by-five grid of, of of the same cards, the matching cards. And your goal is to look at those cards on the grid and go, all right, John D. said, no, she's not in an orange room. So she puts a, a token in front of her that basically says, not in an orange room. And you look at it and say, all right, so she's one of the guys that's in the green room or in the purple room. Unless... Unless...
1: Unless there are three dinosaurs that have like weird rules. One of them always lies.
0: Yes. One always says no, and...
1: The other one alternates. So yeah, they that's say the most yes complicated first, one. Yeah, if they say yes first, and they're going to say no next, and then they're going to say yes again, and then they're going to say no again.
0: Yeah, they just, yes, no, yes, no. Yeah. So it's possible... Uh, we played, I was the guy that always says no, and, uh, no one caught on for a little while, which I thought was really interesting because after the first three questions, uh, there were no dinosaurs that were on the board that, that my things could have possibly been.
1: Yeah. I can't believe none of us caught that sooner. Anyway. It
0: was, I was not wearing a hat. I was not eating and I was not in an orange room and I was looking around at all the dinos and I was like, Oh crap. Uh, all of the dinosaurs have been eliminated. Let's just hope that nobody notices, nobody looks at the grid and tries to figure out who I am because And they, and
1: we didn't. Finally, no. I just like I was paying attention to all the tokens in front of Jared and I was like, well, he's answered a lot of questions and he's never said yes once.
0: Yeah, what really got me was I so I was not in an orange room and then I was asked, are you in an orange or uh are you in a purple room? And I said no. And then <laughs> I was asked, "Are you in a green room?"
1: Well, and so here's the funny thing: is that I was the one that asked that question, and I dumbly asked it originally because I wasn't paying close attention to what Jared had in front of him. So I just—I wasn't me that asked. I don't. I mean, it sounds like something dumb I do, but I was I the one remember. that get—I was the one that guessed who you had. So.
0: So then you couldn't have guessed because I, I would have, have said no. Yeah. Because if the question that you ask, if the person answers yes, you get to guess again. You get another question or you can straight up guess which – you can accuse them of being a character.
1: That must have been what I did because I, I, I'm pretty sure that I Because you I've couldn't have done that if
0: I said no. So Kat must true. have asked Kat me. Must it must have been Jeremy and Kat that asked
1: me. And then they and were then, like, oh, crap. It was, you know, it's probably – yeah. I just remember I guessed and – um. I mean, it's a real cute game. The thing that I found fun was the thing that we said we weren't going to do, and we ended up doing it because we were being silly. But it tells you that you should, you know, be silly and role play. So, like, you'd say...
0: It says, politely ask another guest if they have a certain trait.
1: Or, like, you could say, stripes are all the rage in Paris. Do you have stripes on?
0: Oh, heavens no. I don't have the face for a hat.
1: Yeah. So... We, at first, we were like, yeah, we're not doing this. And we totally ended up doing it. And for me, that's kind of where the fun in the game was. It was to hear all the dumb voices that everybody was doing. I and don't think I
0: used the same voice two turns in a row.
1: Like Cat, her voice, were
0: aha Oh, God, that was the
1: worst.
0: <laughs> uh-uh! Look at look at this. You're, you're breaking the mic.
1: I know. What's really funny about um, that particular, when she was doing that voice... I actually ended up guessing her dinosaur based on the voice she was doing because I was like, oh, she's got to be doing like a bird or or like a pterodactyl to be doing that particular voice. And and I was ended up being right. So uh, I paid attention to the few questions she'd already answered. And then I was like, "Okay, it's got to be one of the flying ones that has those things. So, yeah. Yep. It's a cute game, I definitely would recommend it if you're playing it with younger gamers.
0: yeah, it's absolutely a filler game though oh yeah uh, it does yeah. have two recipes in the back though for tea sandwiches and oatmeal shortbread cookies
1: It does
0: which uh yeah, these are just cucumber these are just cucumber sandwiches so
1: but the shortbread cookies'm
0: not a fan of cucumber
1: i like I like shortbread cookies so.
0: Yeah, but they're oatmeal cookies. Oh, I thought you said shortbread. I did. They're oatmeal shortbread.
1: Oh, that sounds weird. Yeah,
0: oatmeal cookies are the worst cookies.
1: You know, I like oatmeal cookies okay, but what always happens is I take an oatmeal cookie thinking that I've just picked up a chocolate chip cookie, and then I take a bite. Nope, they're raisins. Nope, these are raisins. Yep. (laughs) So it's like if I knew what I was taking a bite of, I would be excited maybe. But thinking you're going to get chocolate chips and biting into Mm -mm. a raisin it is a sad, sad surprise. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, very upsetting.
1: Which is, is why
0: I only eat Oreos. No, that's not true. I eat other cookies. I've but seen,
1: yeah, I've seen you eat other cookies.
0: I eat uh, Girl Scout dosy dos Oh, those are good. The best. The yeah. best.
1: They are. They are good. Jared, how are you playing sports?
0: Um, and I told you this before, and I'll tell you this again, and I'll always tell this to you. I don't know anything about basketball unless it was a feature in NBA Jam.
1: <laughs> right. Which NBA Jam took a lot of liberties with basketball. But uh, yeah. I know so, about hockey.
0: Hockey, I know.
1: Well, but, and I know about soccer, which is also, you know, there's a goal on either end right? and half court. And like So uh, I know about soccer because my daughter played soccer. But uh, yeah. So the reason we're talking about this is because we played a dexterity game called Dino Dunk.
0: It's a 2018 release from Twin City Games, and woof, we are bad at we sports. Are so That's bad. what we kept we kept blaming it on. Well, we're we're just really bad at sports, but
1: then we realized that we had a lot of the rules wrong, and it was specifically because we were bad at sports. Yeah. and the rules kind of assume that you already know the basketball rules,
0: right? And we only know NBA Jam.
1: So here's the thing. Uh, Jared was the one that read the rules. And as we were figuring out how it was really played, he's like, well, the rules didn't say that. Uh, Turns out they did. You know
0: I'm editing all of this out, right?
1: You better not. That's not (laughs) fair. To be fair, this should have been a simple game. So I can totally understand how you missed those things because they also weren't extremely clear in how they were said. They were kind of thrown in the middle of a paragraph. It wasn't.
0: And also, there was one rule that we forgot about that I definitely read and then we forgot about.
1: Which uh, was activating oh.
0: two dinos.
1: Yes. Because which then we, we were just interpreted it.
0: Flicking the same guy over and over again, <laughs> which you totally cannot are.
1: do. So yeah, there was that. Um, and then we also you absolutely read the rule about how when a dinosaur goes out of bounds, they come back in, we're about where they went out, uh-huh. and you just can't use them in that turn. And we forgot about that. Yeah, I read that. You did, and I remember. Then we didn't do it. But we then never did it. We they were just knocking each other's dinosaurs <laughs> off of the court. So, yeah, when we finally figured out how to play the game and play it right. Well, how do
0: we play the game, Jondi?
1: So, it's basically um, basketball rules. There is a long board that is actually a play mat, Yeah,
0: it's a neoprene play mat, double-sided.
1: And you get different size discs that represent your different uh, team members. So, you get one big disc, and that's something like a T-Rex or one of the bigger dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You get three medium-sized discs. Yeah. And like those a Stegosaurus, are Stegosaurus, uh, uh, Triceratops, yeah. um, di- like medium-sized dinosaurs, and then you get a small disc, and that is uh, like a raptor.
0: I think Pterodactyl is one of the small ones too, even though it's not a dinosaur. But
1: well, it's from that era. One of the er- <laughs> one of one of the eras.
0: The dinosaurs that exist in this game did not live at the same time no they didn't hundreds of millions of years guys that's dinosaurs existed for a very very long time and uh, T-Rex wasn't friends with all of the dinosaurs no. and not just because he was a huge carnivore but also because he didn't live at the same time the The movie Jurassic Park is scientifically inaccurate and I know that's really hard to hear
1: yeah I don't think all those dinosaurs came from the Jurassic period no they did not some of them came from the Triassic period yes But... uh, And Cretaceous. Yeah. So, but the way the game is played is each turn you get to activate or flick two of your team members. Yeah.
0: And then beyond that, it's basically exactly basketball. Yeah. No, no. There's more to it than that. Okay.
1: So... The different things that they can do. But, in, um, yeah, they the have base, powers. Yeah. We, we played the very basic version uh, without the extra powers. Yeah,
0: there's there's two ways you can play it. There's exhibition mode, which is all of the dinosaurs of a size are functionally the same. So, all the mediums yeah. are functionally the same. There's also uh, every single dinosaur has a unique power. There's, there's cards, and we, we were having it. enough trouble.
1: <laughs> Apparently, yeah. We couldn't get it anyway. So... The, the big dinosaur, uh, like the T.-rex, the, your big disc. Yeah,
0: I think you had the allosaur, and I had the T-Rex.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Those ones can do a uh, slam dunk, which is actually probably about as difficult it's as it is hard. in real basketball, because you have to put the little tiny ball disc on top of the dino disc, and then you have to flick it and it has to and the dinosaur has to land inside of the volcano. Um, the volcano graphic. And the ball still has to be on top of it. So you try flicking a disc with another disc on top of it and not have the disc on top of it slide off.
0: That's how I ended up winning. It is. Doing doing all those slam dunks.
1: Um, other other um, The medium-sized dinosaurs can shoot. They can pass the ball. And all the dinosaurs can just move.
0: Sorry for all this noise, guys. I'm trying to get...
1: He's looking through the box. The small dinosaurs, they cannot shoot the ball. All they can do is move and pass. But they're really fast because they're smaller and easier to flick them and get some distance out of flicking them. So, uh.
0: Oh, I didn't even, um, you still have some of my cards. Uh, I tried to pass Johnny some cards. Um, no, actually, well, then they must still be in the box.
1: So, I mean, and, and. Oh, here we go. Outside of like the different things that the different dinosaurs can do it's still it's basically basketball style rules if you if you flick a disc and you hit the dinosaur that has possession of the ball then it's a foul unless you manage to only hit the ball and not hit them and then you're stealing the ball um, if they foul they yeah. get they get and the a ball's an egg yeah and if they foul they get a one point um foul shot or two yeah you foul shots. two
0: foul shots the same way you would in basketball yeah, if you yeah. sink the first one then you don't uh, get you the, you second do the second one. one it's impossible
1: it's really hard uh, i, I, I got finally one. did it once yeah yeah
0: yeah we both only were able to ever do it one time yeah
1: it's really hard because if you flick you hopefully flick it hard enough and it doesn't go in or you flick it too hard and it bounces off the 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 back um so yeah it's really hard um
0: Yeah, in the exhibition mode, the large dinosaur, which is uh, uh, for the red team, Spinosaurus and Tyrannosaurus Rex, can do dino dunk. So, yes, Johnny explained that. The medium dinosaurs, which is a bazillion dinosaurs, they can do a thing called a bounce pass, which was actually super useful. It was. You place the ball within one card length of the dinosaur token before you pass it, and that is Super useful.
1: It really is. Uh,
0: They can also do a layup shot where you do a move action. And if they have the ball and then overlap the scoring zone, it's worth two points uh, because they're doing a layup shot versus, you know, actually having to flick the disc from somewhere on the board.
1: Yeah. And scoring is just like in basketball. If you are uh, behind the three point line, then it's a three point shot. If you're within that certain area, it's two points. Um, or it's one point if you're doing the, the foul shot.
0: Yeah, and they are volcanoes.
1: Yes. The baskets
0: are volcanoes. Yes.
1: And you know, I thought the game was real. We had a lot of fun playing it. Um, even when we were playing it wrong, we had a lot of fun playing it, because it's a dexterity game. You're flicking discs, so that's going to be a fun thing to do. Uh, but when you are sports illiterate,
0: I don't know that it illiterate's the right choice, but uh, yeah, definitely close to the right Sports choice.
1: Sports dumb? Um, yeah, so we definitely had some rules issues, and once we figured out how to play it, it really wasn't as much of a rulebook issue as it was an us issue, so...
0: Although the rule book is not...
1: It could be better.
0: It's not the greatest. There's a lot of...
1: Assuming that you know how to play basketball.
0: Yes. And th- there's a few places where a term is defined and then referenced... In a way that is a little bit confusing instead of just spelling out like, here's how you do this. It says, refer to the chart on page six and view standard placement rules. Just just tell me. Just tell me you yeah. placed the ball.
1: Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed the game. I would play it again. Definitely.
0: Oh, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it again with the full... Oh, yeah. The full rules. Now that we actually know the
1: basic rules, then it's totally worth uh, selecting team members based on their abilities. because I bet
0: there's some some decent strategy there with figuring out what teammates work together.
1: Yeah, like for us, it was just a matter of knowing which dinosaurs, like which size would do what and hoping that we don't flick them completely off the board.
0: Yeah, a lot of my strategy was move my T-Rex up closer, use bounce pass. On a medium guy to get the ball to the T-Rex on my next term, go for the slam dunk.
1: We both kind of hit a point where we were purposely fouling each well, other. Well, I wasn't
0: purposely fouling you. I was trying to steal the ball, but I kept hitting you instead of the okay, ball. Okay,
1: there was at least one time that I fouled you on purpose. Yes,
0: yes. There definitely was at least one time that you did that on purpose.
1: Yep. And I think in real basketball, there's probably some kind of penalty for that. Yeah. But I don't think there is in this one. But again, that's one of those things where they don't quite clarify that in the rules. So we just decided there wasn't a penalty other yeah. than the penalty is the fact that the other guy gets a special shot and you can do nothing about it.
0: Yeah. You know what's interesting about this? Uh, and this might just be because the audience is so limited. Um, this is an 8.0 on BGG. I think it's a great game.
1: I do too. But I, 8.0 I it. seems... I, I... I'd I'd put it closer to like seven.
0: I think this is one of those games where if you play it, you like it, you'll rate it high.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Versus
0: like a lot of games where. I mean, mean, and even even then, it's not like all these ratings are high. Like there's a a bunch of fives and sixes. There's a one. So, yeah, this just goes to show what I'm saying is if you like this game, you are going to rate it highly. Right. If you only kind of like it. eh. I mean, I think the the lowest real actual rating here is a seven.
1: And I think that's fair. Um, the only way I, I can see somebody flat out disliking this game is if they don't like dexterity games. Yeah. And if you don't like dexterity games, then you're, you're probably not going to play this. So if you like dexterity games, you're going to like this game. The theme is fun. Um, the, the, the components are really nice. And, you know, dexterity wise, it's just a fun game to play.
0: Yeah, I mean, a few of the rules are vague and have a lot of room for interpretation.
1: They do, but I mean... Like, I think many, we
0: house-ruled a bunch of stuff because it was like... At
1: least uh, one thing we did. Um, I don't remember what it was now.
0: I mean, there are just parts of the rulebook where, you know, maybe that rules in there. It's not like this is a big rulebook. It's only like five or six pages of actual text and then... Yeah. But... I don't know. I felt like some of the rules were just very, very ambiguous.
1: I did too. But, you know, with a game like this, I, that isn't necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah. If if you want to play like a strategic basketball simulation game, you're not going to play this anyway. No. If you want to play a, a really, real goofy dexterity yeah. game where dinosaurs are playing basketball.
1: Then you're going to play <laughs> then this. And that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I... I liked it. I think that anybody that likes dexterity games 100% should should try this one out.
0: Yeah. A lot of the review, the actual real reviews seem to suggest that the exhibition mode is a is a good way to learn how to play it and to get a grasp of the mechanic of how the dinosaurs work. But the real magic is when you're actually building your team with individual dino powers.
1: And I look forward to trying that.
0: Yes. Uh, unfortunately we're just not going to do that today.
1: Nope. Because we had enough trouble trying to figure out how to play the game in the first place because we're sports dumb.
0: I I think willfully ignorant is, uh, is better because like I've been to a baseball game. I played baseball when I was little. I don't care about baseball. Um, same with hockey, except I do care about hockey, but basketball NBA jams is the only exposure to basketball that I have. I don't. I just don't care about basketball. I'm
1: very, very limited. I have some exposure to basketball. My daughter played it for like one season in elementary school, and my nephews play it. So I've seen like a handful of kids basketball games. Sure. And that's about the extent of my basketball. That and NBA Jam. I totally played yeah. the crap out of NBA Jam.
0: I don't know. Like hockey, I, I enjoyed hockey because skating, I really like skating. It's, it's a lot easier to move on ice skates than it is to physically run up and down.
1: Right, and I like I like soccer all right. I mean, I'm still not going to, like, go watch a soccer game for fun. Yeah. But when my daughter was playing soccer, and also my nephews play it, I don't mind watching it. Like, I actually understand what's going on, and it's not a completely boring sport to watch like a lot of the other sports, I think, are.
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about sports. If you know about sports and want to uh, tweet at us about how we're dumb at sports, uh, please tweet at us at... Eat Chit, and Dice. Um, you can email us at podcast at com. We have a Facebook page. We
1: have Instagram. We have
0: Instagram if you want to take pictures of your dog and forward them to us.
1: Yeah. We also played a game where each player takes on a different role. It's a two-player game, and it's called Raptor. And Raptor is from...
0: 2015 from Madigo, which I believe is Asmo Day now.
1: Uh, no, I think Madigo oh, is still yeah. their own. No,
0: uh, Asmo Day.
1: Oh, is it Asmo Day?
0: Distributed in North America by Asmo Day Editions LLC, 20 Gateway Drive, Suite 400, Plattsburgh, oh, New York. Oh, well, the
1: game is distributed by Asmo. One two nine
0: zero one USA.
1: Think Madigo is still their own. I think Madigo has something to do now with uh, invest being investors at the very least in companies like uh, Colossal Games, maybe and. I don't know Maple Games.
0: Well, this was made by the two Brunos. Bruno Wow. Bruno, Bruno Cafala and Bruno Feduti.
1: <laughs> yep. You knew I would yep. laugh at that. Yep. I want that last name. It's fun. You
0: can change your name.
1: Okay. So anyway, Raptor, one person plays as the scientists, the other person plays as the raptors. The scientists are trying to capture at least three baby raptors or make the mother raptor fall asleep. Like completely tranquilizer mm-hmm. and then uh so the raptors are Just trying eat to eat the scientists and keep and she's if three babies get to safety, then the raptor would win. So the raptor has, you know, the raptor can very easily eat the scientists, so the scientists actually can, you can get more like reinforcements out and the Raptor doesn't get to have reinforcements, but.
0: It's all card driven.
1: Yeah, it's card driven. You have and uh, one
0: through nine and they do different things.
1: Yeah. Um, and they're cute little dinosaur minis and scientist minis. Um, I, I
0: did like that the scientists had their own, they all seemed to have their own unique skull. Yeah,
1: they all looked different. There was like, and there were both male and female scientists, which I thought was awesome.
0: I don't know. I didn't see the scientists that close. I saw them from across the table. but uh, Yeah, I played
1: as the scientists and Jared played as oh, yeah, the that. raptors.
0: That is a lady.
1: Yep. I think there's like two ladies maybe or three.
0: But Just two.
1: The way the game is played is both, both players have uh, a number of cards that all have numbers on them. So one through nine. And you shuffle your cards, put them face down, and you draw three cards. And then both players will play a card face down and then flip the cards face up. and whoever, Simultaneously reveal. Yeah, simultaneous reveal. Uh-huh. Whoever played the lower number gets to take whatever action is associated with that particular card. So they're actions like eat a scientist or shoot, or not shoot. Yeah, there's eat, No, eat a scientist is an action, not a card. Mm-hmm. Um, the actions are things like reinforcements uh, for the scientists or um, wake oh. a baby up is one of the ones for the raptor.
0: Yeah, Let me just get this out and look at it here.
1: So gotcha. the person that played the lower number is the one that gets to do the action associated with the card. Then whoever played the higher number gets a number of actions that there's like the list of like five actions you can take and say, if you, you, you get a number of actions based on the difference between the numbers. So if, if I played a three and Jared played a five, then I get to do the action that's uh, associated with my card, and then Jared would get two actions off of that action list.
0: You played a three, then you get to use Jeep. Move one or two scientists as many spaces as you would like in a straight line, as long as they don't run into an obstacle. And then there's an asterisk. Oh. It just well, explains what obstacles Yes, are. rocks and active science. Uh, yes. Yep. Rocks and active scientists are obstacles for both shooting and moving. Fire frightens scientists, and raptors are obstacles for moving. Fire doesn't block jeep movement, just like in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and the different actions that you can take if you aren't using a card action, uh, like for the scientists, it's things like shoot uh, a baby, which are it's with tranquilizer guns, not with with uh, guns that kill. So it, you shoot a baby, or you shoot the mama. Or, um, I can't remember what all five of them were. You've got the thing in front of you. A uh, scientist
0: moves into a neighboring space. A frightened scientist is set back up. A scientist captures a sleeping baby. Uh, a scientist shoots a baby. A scientist shoots the mother.
1: Okay. And then the raptor has uh, a list of actions yep. as well.
0: The raptor, the baby raptor moves in a straight, oh, to a neighboring space. Uh, the mother raptor moves. In a straight line, the Mother Raptor kills a scientist. The Mother Raptor wakes up a sleeping baby. The Mother Raptor removes a fire token, Uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but...
1: Jared decided she was peeing on the water. Yep. Or peeing on the fire. So, uh, the game's pretty straightforward. It's easy to learn. It's quick to play. We played the game. I think it took us like 30 minutes. Um, It took us like maybe 40 minutes, and that's with learning how to play the game and then playing it. It was really quick, and you know I'd play it again. Uh, it's it's a filler two player game.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, I don't know. I felt like it was a lot of strategy for very little payoff. Um, now maybe that's just because I it was my you first tend time to, playing oh, well, it, and you
1: tend to put a lot of thought into. Like You are very much a trying-to-think-three-turns-ahead kind of a player. Um, I didn't find that to be the case as much for me, but I make the mistake very often of being short-sighted and just, what do I want to do this turn? So that worked out well for me in a game like this because in a game like this, you really can't put too much thought into what you're going to be doing in future turns because there's just no reason to. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I mean, yeah, you don't know what card the opponent is going to play unless you play the card that lets you know ahead of time what the opponent's going to play. But there's only two of those. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I liked it. It's not something that I would be like, Hey, I want to play this all the time, but I would play it again. Yeah. I'm not in a
0: hurry to play it again, but yeah, yeah, I'd play it again.
1: Yeah. It was fun. And you know, as if you're looking for games that are just two player games, it's a cute game. Um, Are there better two player games out there? Yeah, but there's a lot worse two player games out there. And the theme of this one and the quality of the components I think makes it worth having if if you like dinosaur games and you're looking for a two-player game. Yeah, I'd say get it play play it
0: Yeah, that's fair Okay, and now what you've all been waiting for
1: Because you can't do a dinosaur episode without talking about this
0: We're gonna talk about this for the next six hours dinosaur <laughs> island
1: Because of course, you knew we would talk about that if we asked about dinosaur games on Facebook Everybody said dinosaur island. So of course we were already planning on that anyway,
0: it wasn't like it's a secret that Dinosaur Island is...
1: Probably the most well-known, most popular dinosaur game in existence, right? At least yeah, right now. for
0: right now. I mean, Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur was on the list, but, you know, that got voted down. Uh, dinosaur Island is a 2017 release from Pandasaurus. And, oh, there's too many pieces in the box.
1: Oh, my God. So when you play this game, if, especially if you have the... Uh, I have the extreme version. Jared has the first printing deluxe version. Yeah. Um, you are 100% going to play another game when you're done with the game, which is called How the Hell Am I Going to Get This All Back in the Box?
0: Yeah, there's too many pieces. Um, like, I know sometimes people will complain, like, How, I, I punched everything out and I can't get it back in the box. I have to throw away the insert. That's not going to help you.
1: I threw away the insert. I still had trouble getting... Like, I it is back in the box, but uh the lid will not go on completely mine there will is... not go
0: back in the box at all
1: you don't have more stuff than me
0: i dumped all the expansion stuff uh, so i mixed all the expansion stuff together oh. so i've got the expansion dice i have all the dice together yeah i have yeah, all the it. dinosaurs together
1: yep that'll uh, do it
0: all of the tokens everything
1: i have not incorporated because i have the my... fifth player
0: board in there too which is right not no. gonna fit
1: no it won't uh, I inc- I have not incorporated my expansion into it, and I there's no way. You can't. Like, Pandasaurus needs to create... I would buy a deluxe just a box. Yeah. I um, would 100% buy just a box.
0: Their Kickstarter community manager said that there are no plans currently to do a, another Kickstarter project in relation to the game. However, that doesn't mean that someone like Broken Token doesn't have plans to make something. Because they, they did say during the second Kickstarter that they've had a lot of requests for some kind of storage option. That, right, uh, you which know, would be a better. hard
1: thing for me. I really like to keep my bank games in the original box. I don't like putting them in special boxes. I
0: don't have a problem with it as long as it's functional and it looks nice. Like, okay, Small World is... I put it in a box that isn't fancy. It's just a box that See, says, like, family token, garden. The
1: Broken Token ones aren't fancy. Right, they're they're just, just plain birch boxes. Birch boxes and the, I think they're boring. the
0: Pandemic one has a cool logo with, like, the virus thing on it. Yeah. And the Flashpoint one has the Flashpoint logo and says, like, Flashpoint Fire Rescue.
1: Right. I mean, so I those do Those are the replacement have,
0: boxes that I have. Like,
1: my Star Trek Catan is in a special box. Yes. Um, because I have the autographed box. But my Star Trek Catan box is for me an exception to the rule because i had a reason not to use the original box and also it's really specially designed it's not something that's for sale it could never be for sale because the license isn't nobody has it but it's got like the logo for star trek Catan, and it's got a quote from star trek and you know it's really cool
0: well i also have a reason for uh wanting to use an alternate to
1: storage get everything solution in the box
0: because johnny I have it spread out. Look, I can't...
1: You do, but... It's, it's
0: in four boxes. It's in the, the the lid and the bottom of both the base game and the expansion.
1: Yeah, I it's don't know... It's spread out
0: on that table, and I can't do anything with it.
1: Yeah, like, mine... I know I may end up doing that, There's but I a definitely... thousand baggies. You cannot put the expansion in with the base game ever, 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 ever um, in the boxes. That's just not going to happen. But uh, I will say that... that The components are good. Now that
0: we've stopped, let's stop complaining about how how they give you, how dare they give you that much stuff? How dare they give you so many dinosaurs and so many metal coins, which uh, are are not in the retail version, so don't get your hopes up, Um, because you have to just use, like, plastic. Uh, No, I'm sorry, they're... um, Chits. Yeah, they're chits. But anyway, that complaining that there's too much stuff aside... The game is awesome.
1: Oh, my God. It's so awesome.
0: It's a little bit of a, a, a lighter worker placement game. I mean, it's not a super heavy, crunchy Euro.
1: Right. Now, I will say, when you first open the box and you see the sheer amount of Don't stuff that comes with out. it, it will it's intimidating. Even Jared and I were intimidated, and we actually, instead of trying to get through a huge, like, bajillion-page rule book, we opted to watch a R- – uh, was yes. it Rado?
0: No, we watched Rodney from Watch It Play. Oh, yeah,
1: Watch It Play. Who is
0: a great guy. Uh, every interaction I've ever had with him, he's super nice. Uh, Same. But he's Canadian, so it's kind of like part of his blood.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he does very good um, playthrough videos. And we opted to just watch his video, which got us going in the game very quickly. Uh, we watched him. We, he told us how to set up, and yeah. then he told us how a turn works.
0: And then we, could, we were free to just use the rule book as a reference, yeah. which was great.
1: And the game, once you start playing, it's the gameplay is actually everything really makes simple. sense. Like there are four different like boards that you play on or play off of. The
0: phase two board is not in the retail version.
1: Oh, that's a big. So bummer. The, yes,
0: you just have to lay them out.
1: But it's still there. Are, there's a phase one, a phase two, a phase three, and a phase four. Yes, let's and let's get into that. They're labeled.
0: This is so this, this is probably the most complicated game that is in this episode. Yeah. Uh, just by sheer virtue of how much stuff there is. Yeah. Um. So, it is a worker placement game. Uh, you are designing a dinosaur park uh, a la Jurassic Park. And the way that you do that is by getting DNA, transforming that DNA into dinosaurs, building the dinosaurs, building the enclosures, building other things. Uh, there's roller coasters that you can build, there's hot dog stands, there's t shirt stands, there's
1: all the things you would want to put that in a theme park.
0: So the game is very nicely broken up into phases. So in the first phase, you roll these chunky dice. They're, I don't know what size they are. They're big. Sixteen millimeter. I, they kind
1: of remind me of the same dice that they have in uh, what's that Star Wars game, dice game? hmm It's those size mm-hmm. dice.
0: Yeah, they're they're chunky. I don't know if they're sixteen millimeter, eighteen millimeter. I don't know what they are, but they're they're nice thick dice. So you roll those, and then in turn order, you have some scientist meeples that you place. Uh, I guess they're they're chits in the retail version, but um, but yeah, you place them to claim dice, or you can claim dinosaur recipes, or you can
1: increase your cold storage, increase
0: your DNA storage, and then once that's done, then you go to a market phase where you can buy new like hot dog stands and stuff. You do all that stuff. Hot
1: dog skins. So you, you can you can hire um,
0: employees,
1: or you can like make things better in your lab.
0: Yeah, you can increase your 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 lab board has some empty spaces that you can you can add to um which is phase three where you do another worker placement phase but you do it on your personal board so that's when you're spending the dna to actually build the dinosaurs or you're um having guys
1: it's like your little fortify. lab workers. yeah your lab workers are doing stuff
0: you can fortify your uh security you can build you need a dinosaur
1: that. you can get monies there's
0: there's A lot of things that you can do and you can personalize what things you do by buying new tool areas. Yep. Um, And then phase four parks open to the public. People come in and you realize, Oh crap. I should have put more dudes on security that turn because because... now my
1: dinosaurs are eating my visitors.
0: (laughs) Yes. Because you have to worry about the threat level of your dinosaurs versus the security level of your park.
1: Yes. And there's, there's also the fact that in, in the scientists in phase one, when you're claiming the dice, the dice have little pips on them. Yes. And
0: they're not they're not molded, but they're printed.
1: Yes. So there's these little pips on them and whatever the highest number of pips left that on a die that hasn't been claimed, that's going to become that's going to add to your threat level. And I'm going to tell you now that even with four players, there's going to be the high pips oh, yeah. left. And so then you've got your threat level already from the dinosaurs that you have in your park. And then you're adding like three to that. And sometimes you just can't get your security up high enough or you just don't think about it. And then your dinosaurs are going to eat your visitors.
0: Yes. Um, because, as as one would expect, a Tyrannosaurus Rex is a more threatening dinosaur than a Stegosaurus would be. Yeah. So uh, just because your park can handle building Stegosaurus and Triceratops does not mean that you should rush out and build, you know, all of the scary dinos.
1: Right. And every single dinosaur you add is going to add to your threat level, whether it's um, a little dinosaur or a big scary one. They all have um, higher. Like, I think in the base game, the highest threat level dinosaur was like three. a three. Yeah. But then if you get the expansion going and there's you're playing... A, there's with a this, five. Yeah, I had one that was a five.
0: That's incredible.
1: Yeah, I had... And, the, and I would have not normally taken that one, but it was the end of the game and it was the only dino recipe that was out there that I could make in the final turn. So you know what? I did it. And yes. I had a five threat level dinosaur added to my park.
0: Yeah, you, you kind of had to because the way that the the, the the end game is triggered is there's... um. There's like cards that everybody is working towards and Objective cards. The objective cards, yes. And it, it might be something like, um, have all the spaces in your park filled or build
1: build three dinosaurs in one turn. Yeah.
0: So and, and your starting dinosaurs don't count because you start no. with a dinosaur.
1: You start with a dinosaur But the dinosaur, dinosaur is not recipe. worth anything. Yeah. Like you can people can visit him and you can add more of that dinosaur, which is really useful towards the beginning of the game. Uh because you're the number of people that come to your park and you get money and points off of those people, that correlates directly to how cool your park is.
0: Yeah, because every dinosaur has an excitement level. And the excitement level dictates how many people want to see that dinosaur. Right. So if the dinosaur has an excitement level of three for every single one that you build, three more people will come into your park. And, and I've been telling people, don't think of it as...
1: Only three people want to see your dinosaur. We were thinking of it as like each... Each little people. They represent
0: like a thousand.
1: That, that's the way I was
0: So just added. because your park only, oh, only three people come to your park. No, no, no. Like 3,000.
1: And that means or the 3 dinosaur million. is going to eat a thousand people. Yeah. Ooh. There's also these uh, hooligans. Oh, they're the worst. So whenever you're getting visitors, um, there's a bag full of little meeples. And you draw a certain number of meeples out that equals your excitement level. And there are a lot of the regular visitors. And there there are like 10, I think.
0: Uh, it depends. Uh... I guess it
1: depends how many people are playing. But there are yeah. also hooligans in there. Hooligans... Uh, as you would guess, are basically troublemakers. They hop the fence, which why would you hop a fence into a dinosaur park? That's a bad idea. But they hop the fence, they steal stuff or whatever, thematically anyway. So basically what happens is you have to place them first before you place any of the other visitors. You do not get money or points off of them. They're just taking up room in your park, and it sucks.
0: Yeah. Uh, And when the dinosaurs break out and eat your visitors...
1: Oh, they eat the visitors before they eat the hooligans. Yeah. Because the hooligans are like throwing people out of the way and they're going to get the heck out of Dodge.
0: Yeah. So you might be like, oh, I, I got three hooligans this turn. That's fine. Uh, you know, some of my dinosaurs are going to eat people anyway, but nope. uh, they don't eat the hooligans first.
1: Nope.
0: The hooligans are too, too smart. It, they're too slippery. If they were able to get into your park for free, they can hide from the dinos. Yep. I guess. I don't know.
1: I kind of see them like throwing people. Behind them. They don't have to be faster than Dinosaur. They just have to be faster than the other people.
0: Yeah. Uh. I don't know. John D. So. I know we we were talking about negatives already. And now we're talking about positives. But I want to. Now we've talked about the base game. I want to talk about the expansion a little bit. Yeah. It adds some. Basically new components. Um, it adds a fifth player board. It adds. Some new dice. It adds water dinosaurs. I didn't feel like the water dinosaurs or anything.
1: So the novelty of the water dinosaurs was cool, but I felt like they had higher excitement levels. So that was cool because uh, a water dino of the same, like... uh, Amount that it would take to build another dinosaur, they're gonna have higher excitement levels, but they have crazy high threat levels. Almost all of them do. And well, a there, lot of times, there was one that
0: was worth no points,
1: but it had a really, really high number of victory points on it. So you wouldn't get any, like, it wasn't worth you, people. I, I can't remember what the deal was with that. I had high victory points. There, there were a lot of like weird water, yeah. water dinosaurs. The, the novelty of them is what made them fun. And I can see them strategically maybe making a difference if you're willing to try to mitigate their extremely high threat level versus some of them not scoring points, but having high excitement level because your people having more people get you points. Um, but they're definitely more of a strategic thing. And definitely, I don't know that they add a lot to the game.
0: I don't know that they add really anything. I mean, it's nice that they add another option for you as far as like what dinosaurs you can, you can make, but uh, I, I didn't feel like they added really anything.
1: Yeah. It wasn't more of a novelty thing. Definitely.
0: Now, having said that, I'm not going to split them out. They're, they're going to stay in the game. Yeah. Cause you know, whatever if
1: you don't want to build a water dino, just don't build a water dino. Yeah. but uh i also am really on the fence about the idea that it adds a fifth player i honestly feel like the sweet spot for this game is going to be two or three players mm-hmm. four players I, it was fun but we only played the medium version of the game i cannot imagine the long version of the game with four players it's a fun game but there are just some games that no matter how much you like them If they go too long, they're not fun anymore.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: I feel like this one, four players, the long version, might push a little bit more to the side of, okay, this game's too long. So I'm not entirely sure that I would want to play the game with five players. Okay. And not that I won't. I will try it. I will 100% try it with five people and maybe I'll be proven wrong. But I just feel like it's really going to make the game unnecessarily long.
0: I I don't know that the length is the problem, is the concern that I have, so much as if you're playing with five players, it's it's not even like there's that much downtime.
1: Not really, no. Uh, there is some when you're waiting for people to decide what they're going to do in the science um, part of the game. Phase one? phase Yeah, the phase mm. one. Phase one and phase one two. Phase one and phase two are the yeah. time when there's going to be downtime. Um phase 3 and phase 4 you all do at the same time. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just it I think I know more dice will be out with five players. Yeah,
0: because it's two dice per player plus one plus anything that comes from any right. other for any other reason.
1: Right. Um but I don't know. I think there, there potentially could be a lot of issues with playing with five players. Potentially. I I can't say for sure cuz I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But for me, I feel like 4 is the most I'd want to play it with, Off at least from what I know of the game at this point.
0: Oh, maybe maybe Phase 2 board does exist in the current retail version because I'm looking at a, at a listing here, and there is a Phase 2 board in there. So it may have been the first print run didn't have it, but the second one like now one does. So that's helpful. Yeah. Um, but it does look like you get all the same... The dinosaurs, not individual unique sculpts for all of them. It looks like it's all the same dinosaurs, That's it's all what I the thought. Triceratops.
1: That's what I thought. You just get, um, but then if you have the extreme edition, then you get a bunch of different types. Of, like I had Compies, no, the Compies were in the, yeah, there were Compies and there are Raptors and there are um yeah if Diploticus, you had the kickstarter
0: version oh boy there's so, there's many, so many different, different sculptures dinosaurs.
1: yeah they're and they're fun they're really cool um they could they're they're all injection molded and i think as far as injection molding they're kind of low quality yeah they are but they're still fun dinosaur meeples a
0: lot of mold markings on them
1: yeah but they're still dinosaur meeples and
0: um, let's see here totally i love liquid. playing with
1: them i loved seeing them on my on my uh on my board
0: yeah, it actually. Uh, it looks like if you buy the retail version of the expansion, that you don't get you don't get water dino meeples. You just get uh,
1: the water dino. Like it's a bummer. The water dino meeples are the one thing that makes the water dinos yeah. really because they're a different color than mm-hmm. the rest of the dinosaurs. Um, one of them looks more like crab people from South yeah. Park than a dinosaur, but yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: it doesn't look like you get any new.
1: Oh, that's a super bummer because I like the dinosaur, the water dinosaur meeples. They're cool.
0: But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you have the opportunity to get the Kickstarter version of this, it's worth it. It's way worth it.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, when the Kickstarter was up, we talked about it, about how, you know, the, the extreme edition or the, whatever they call it, it it was like $25 more or something. It is so worth it.
0: Um, and actually, so I, I've been a little critical of this. Um, having the first edition, it felt like I got a lesser product because there were some issues. Uh, midway through production, they changed the colors of some stuff. And those those changes were not reflected in the printed material. Um, so some of the meeple colors were wrong. And that was a little confusing. Uh, because in the rules for mine, the hooligans are gold. And the regular patrons are yellow oh in the actual production there are what i received i got pink meeples yellow meeples and purple meeples yep and uh that was confusing because purple meeples weren't even anywhere in the rule book uh because they were like a kickstarter thing uh in johnny's printing they're still referred to incorrectly but the cards at least are the right are, color are correct yes uh, as of today, they put out a Kickstarter update for first edition backers to get the new materials that properly reference the cards colored, the 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 hooligan colored on the cards, and getting uh, an additional slap bracelet, first player marker,
1: an additional one.
0: Yes. So the one that you have is different than the one that I have. Really. Yes. Um, you have a newer design. Yours is like extreme design.
1: Yeah. And if
0: you backed both Kickstarters, they are supposed to send that, the extreme one to the original backers because we wouldn't have backed the base game again. Right. So that's kind of nice. Um, I emailed about an updated rule book and, uh, that was a week ago. Haven't heard anything back from them. So at time of publishing, is what they say in the real news. We have not heard uh, anything about whether you can get a revised rule book, but, uh,
1: here's crossing our fingers. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I loved dinosaur Island. I thought it was really fun to play. I would hundred percent play it a lot again.
0: Yeah. If we were still doing 10 by 10s, if we were doing a 10 by 10 in 2019, this would be on there.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then I would add it because I like it and I know that I'd be playing it with you anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm i glad I own the game. I will definitely play it more and more. So I don't regret spending all the money for the Extreme Edition. And if you like worker placements even a little, get this one. 100% get this game.
0: Yeah, I wish that I... <sighs> I don't regret it, but Meeple Source was running a Kickstarter to do a full... Replace all of the plastic dinosaurs with colored dinosaur meeples. Uh, It was a little bit pricey, and I already knew that I wasn't going to be able to put it in the box anyway, so I passed on it. But, man, it's it's so tempting to get all those meeples. like a million meeples. (sighs) Dinosaur Island is a really great game, and I know some people have been critical of it because it is lighter. It is not very heavy. And if you like Heavy Euros, I like Heavy Euros. But this is a different game. This is a light orc replacement game with dinosaurs where you make your own Jurassic Park. And it's everything that you want it to be.
1: So, there is a pre-order for the Meeple Source 167-piece complete upgrade kit for Dinosaur Island and totally liquid expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like there is a pre-order. It's $195. Mm-hmm. But it's got a... lot of stuff in it so if you want it it is a pre-order it's obviously because it's a pre-order it's not available for immediate shipping it looks like the estimated shipping date is november 2019 so yeah if you have two hundred dollars that you want to spend you should you know look for that it's on meeplesource.com
0: yeah the kickstarter for that same was 178 dollars plus you know whatever shipping so it's not like you know, you missed out on much. I I don't know that there was anything that was Kickstarter exclusive in this. I don't think the meeple Source does that.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I see there there are some things that aren't in. Uh, and, and I'm I'm guessing they worked with Pandasaurus on this too because they actually have the Pandasaurus meeple yes. as well. Um, but they have Petting Zoo Dinos.
0: Yes, those are in the expansion.
1: Um, and eggs and goats uh-huh. and, um colored version of all the and it looks are they painted as well
0: i think they usually do heat transfer
1: okay so yeah it they're worth the money if you have if you have some you know the money to spend on on uh upgrading your game like that they're really cool looking
0: yeah uh i i may cave on this and get it
1: i maybe someday if i have the money i would um, I don't see it. It's a
0: lot for me. to spend on some meeples, but
1: It is. I do. I'm a sucker for meeples, mm-hmm. but I yeah. Um, they're super cool. Mhm. So yeah, think about doing them. Moving on though. There are some actual dinosaur games on Kickstarter right now. What? It's called Dino's Not Assembled. Thematically, I find I, it sounds very similar to the Great Dinosaur Rush. I mean, it's not going to be exactly the same, but uh, in this one you're trying to excavate dinosaur bones. Uh, instead of them being like little um, sticks, in this case they are dinosaur bone tiles. You're trying to get the different dinosaur bone tiles and then you'll have dinosaur cards that are basically recipes for dinos and you're trying to get the right tiles to make the dinosaurs. And then you want to exhibit them. So there's a museum board, a dig site board, a dig bag, and I think I think if I remember it right, you're drawing the tiles out of the dig bag uh, to get your dinosaur bones. And it comes with dinosaur meeples. We were just talking about cool dinosaur meeples, and it does have cool dinosaur meeples. I'm
0: all about meeples. I'm all, um, all about dinos.
1: So this one uh, is like set collection. Um, in fact, it's 100%. It's like it's set collection. Uh, it's hard. It, with You can't figure out when you're looking at their Kickstarter, you can't figure out how the gameplay works unless you watch a video because they decided not to explain it in writing on their Kickstarter page. They only used a video. So you have to watch a video from Be Bold Games. Um, she does a really good job of explaining it, uh, in like less than two minutes. So it's not a real long video. The art's real cute. Um, I don't know if I'm going to back it or not. Um, probably not, but I can only back so many Kickstarters at a time, and I'm already yeah. backing um, one other Kickstarter that I'm really excited about. So, but I, you know, if you like Dino games, if this one goes to retail by some chance, I'll pro- I'd still be willing to buy it. Or maybe later on, I might look at it um, when it's in pre order because it looks real cute. So, that one is called Dino's Not Assembled, and it is from Thing 12 Games. Yep. The Kickstarter that I'm super excited about is a relaunch of a Kickstarter that we've talked in the past about. It's called Dark Side of the Mine.
0: Yes, we did talk about that.
1: We did. This one's from Flying Lemur Game Studio. This one, uh, we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to get into like a lot of detail, but in this one, you're trying to mine from a asteroid, and there's always going to be a dark side of the asteroid, and that dark side is going to be rotating and you don't wanna get t- caught in the dark side of the mind because there's a lot of stuff you can't do because you can't communicate. You can't use your communications when you're on the dark side. So thematically, it's a good game. It offers you a lot of play uh, choices in your turns. And it's a really solid game. I really like it. I really like the theme. And I really hope that it hits its funding this time. Um, they have 15 days to go as of the time that we're recording and they're just under halfway uh, funded. And I will just mention a couple of their Kickstarters that are up right now. We aren't going to talk about them. We really don't have the time. But if you're looking for some Kickstarters to back, there are some really solid ones up right now. Yeah. Root is a really popular game. And there's an expansion Kickstarter that's up right now. And we talked about the Jabberwocky from uh, Jellybean Games. Uh, We talked about how that one was going to be coming up soon. And it is up right now. It can be played with Lady and the Tiger. Uh, and it also can be played by itself. It's a game. It's like lots of little mini games in one game that use the same con- components. The art's really cool, and it's available right now as well on Kickstarter.
0: Well, there you go. We'll, we'll have links to some of those, or maybe all of them, in the episode notes on our website.
1: Yep, but we're out of time, so.
0: No, we're over. Look, it's fine.
1: Yeah, but Jared. Until, until next, next time. time. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Until next time.
0: You can eat chit and dice. Eat Chit and Dice is an independent production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0 international.